Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, September 30th. My hope is that you're enjoying a wonderful Saturday, but the fact of the matter is this is a heavy time for many of us in the life of Mountain Brook Baptist and I just want to let you know that I'm praying alongside you in this season if you are enduring much suffering or if you are experiencing heartbreak and grief. We are encouraged by the Psalms today, and I just pray that the Lord would make His His Word balm to your soul. And if this is a joyous season and you can wake up experiencing life as a gift today, I pray that the Lord would just remind you of his presence everywhere you turn. In the scriptures today, we're in Matthew chapter 17. We're starting in the middle of the chapter in verse 14, and then we'll read to the end of the chapter. This is the section about Jesus healing a boy with a demon and also about the temple tax. This is the last day, at least for a while, that we'll be reading in the message paraphrase. At the bottom of the mountain... They were met by a crowd of waiting people. As they approached, a man came out of the crowd and fell to his knees, begging, Master, have mercy on my son. He goes out of his mind and suffers terribly, falling into seizures. Frequently he is pitched into the fire, other times into the river. I brought him to your disciples, but they could do nothing for him. Jesus said, What a generation. No sense of God. No focus to your lives. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with this? Bring the boy here. He ordered the afflicting demon out, and it was out, gone. From that moment on, the boy was well. When the disciples had Jesus off to themselves, they said, Why couldn't we throw it out? Because you're not yet taking God seriously, said Jesus. The simple truth is that if you had a mere kernel of faith, a poppy seed, say, you would tell this mountain, move, and it would move. There is nothing you wouldn't be able to tackle. As they were regrouping in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is about to be betrayed to some people who want nothing to do with God. They will murder him, and three days later, he will be raised alive. The disciples felt terrible. When they arrived at Capernaum, the taxmen came to Peter and asked, Does your teacher pay taxes? Peter said, Of course. But as soon as they were in the house, Jesus confronted him. Simon, what do you think? When a king levies taxes, who pays? His children Or his subjects? He answered, His subjects. Jesus said, Then the children get off free, right? But so we don't upset them needlessly, go down to the lake, cast a hook, and pull in the first fish that bites. Open its mouth and you'll find a coin. Take it and give it to the taxmen. It will be enough for both of us. 
And now let's turn over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 34. This is a David Psalm. When he outwitted Abimelech and got away. I bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. I live and breathe God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. Join me in spreading the news. Together, let's get the word out. God met me more than halfway. He freed me from my anxious fears. Look at him. Give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, I called out, and God got me out of a tight spot. God's angel sets up a circle of protection around us while we pray. Open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to Him. Worship God if you want the best. Worship opens doors to all His goodness. Young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God-seekers are full of God. Come, children, listen closely. I'll give you a lesson in God-worship. Who out there has a lust for life? Can't wait each day to come upon beauty? Guard your tongue from profanity and no more lying through your teeth. Turn your back on sin. Do something good. Embrace peace. Don't let it get away. God keeps an eye on his friends. His ears pick up every moan and groan. God won't put up with rebels. He'll cull them from the pack. Is anyone crying for help? God is listening, ready to rescue you. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, He'll help you catch your breath. Disciples so often get into trouble. Still, God is there every time. He's your bodyguard, shielding every bone. Not even a finger gets broken. The wicked commit slow suicide. They waste their lives hating the good. God pays for each slave's freedom. No one who runs to him loses out. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. These verses may be more familiar in the New International Version, so I'm going to read verses 17 through 20 there. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. A couple of notes from this specific passage. First, that the Lord hears us in our trouble. Praise be to the Lord for listening ears. Verse 18, He's close to those who are brokenhearted. We can take solace in this fact. Verse 19, The Lord is about our deliverance. That's why I love Psalm 130 that says, For with the Lord there is unfailing love, and with Him is full redemption. And then in verse 20, there's this um, foreshadowing of what will happen to Jesus on the cross. 
This is a hopeful passage because David wrote it not knowing exactly that he was prophesying about Jesus and the fact that God would perfect protect him from broken bones on the cross. It says, He protects all his bones, not one of them will be broken. And we know that in John's account of the gospel message, when Jesus is on the cross, the two other people who are crucified with him have their bones broken, but not Jesus. His bones were left intact. And so as we think about our day and we think about the Lord, may you find courage in the fact that the Lord, He sees you. He is attentive to your cry. Also, we want to pray alongside our brothers and sisters in Algeria today because we are praying for the nations around us. And Algeria is a nation that is made up of 97% of Sunni Muslims. In Algeria today, Christian converts from Islam are persecuted by the government and their own family members. And they also face a variety of hardships from the local community. And so we want to pray alongside those who are believers, that the Lord would protect them and encourage their hearts, perhaps even that they would sense that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and that He hears their righteous cries. Will you pray with me? Father, we pray for our Christian brothers and sisters in Algeria today. We ask your blessings on them, that they would be protected, encouraged, and strengthened by your Holy Spirit. We also pray for our fellowship, for those within our midst who are brokenhearted. And we ask, Lord, that you would provide peace that passes understanding. Ultimately, Lord, we entrust ourselves to you. We commit our spirits to you. And we thank you for the resurrection hope that we have. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, who suffered so that we might, by faith, have eternal life and abundant life here. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your word. Continue to help us to draw from it. Remind us that you are listening to us and that you protect us from the evil one. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.